Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, I'm Mel Gedroich and this is my electric adventure. In each episode, I test a different electric car, aka EV, if you made sense of that, uh, with my co-driver GW, aka Jars Wittell, who's a very good journalist and I should give him some more respect. Giles brings it to my house, we head out on a drive, we have a boffin in the back, and we get to meet some lovely other electric car drivers along the way. It all starts with Giles pulling up outside because I never know what he's going to be driving in each episode. Wow, I can see from the shape already that it's something a little bit flash. Where's the G-dubs? G-dubs! Whoa. Hi, Sam! I can tell it's low and it's got a very sort of sleek sports car. Oh, God, G's got the music on. Yeah. He's playing some precious metal, guys. Just uh, strap in. This could be... Um, yeah, this could be intense. I don't know what that is. My neighbours are getting a really good... Uh, Get a good sense of that. Sounds a little bit like early Bon Jovi. I'm worried. Morning, G. <laughs> Morning, Sam. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, it's K-pop. No. What is it? I don't know what it is, but I'm just celebrating connecting up my phone. Yay! Yeah. I think it's Ukrainian or something. He's managed to connect up his phone. It's taken. It's taken a good two episodes, but we've got there. Yeah, it's K- it's K-pop definitely k-pop um well 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 i know this insignia it's a cheeky beamer i think i think jazz is really excited actually yeah well, nice you, to see you again. he's rubbing his hands in excitement it's really altruistic excitement because i think you're gonna like this Ooh. one i'm excited guys I, i'm not gonna lie i've had beamers before very very cheap always underground um, and I do love oh, my. Oh, listen, I want to tell you the story of my favourite ever Beamer. I probably told it to you already. Should we get inside? All right. Shall we? Let's get inside. Yeah. Look, we've got spectators. Oh, hello. Oh, let's see what Enid thinks. What do you think of the car, Enid? We're podcast. What do you think of the car? What do you make of it? We keep meaning to get an electric car. And the what's... next one might be. Yeah. What are you thinking? Well, we last time when we changed cars, they weren't sort of at the right stage to buy one. Yeah. So yeah. we're thinking we might. Yeah. Mm. Do you like the look of this? This is a BMW. Well, I don't do cars. I mean, it's a car. It's got four wheels. <laughs> <laughs> That's my limit on cars. What do, you, what do you think of the trim? The the, the... 
Oh, well, that's beautiful, yes. Do you like the butterscotch in it? My, yes, I think I do. It's all right. My jury is very much out. Yeah. Um, what I like is if it's... if it's. I mean, I'm worried about eco is how eco it is. And somebody pointed out to me the other day that it's all very well to get an eco car, but A, you don't want to rubbish a car, you know, and then somebody creates... So if you've got a car, you keep it till it drops. The other is something about whether you could recycle the batteries on an eco car, on an electric car. Enid speaks the truth, guys. This is something we've never brought up on the podcast before, and I thank you, Enid, for bringing it to our attention. We'll discuss. We're going to get into that. Yeah. It's been on well, my mind. Or for anything, the e- more eco, the better. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we've got Eco Drive down here, Eco, eco Pro. Pro. So we'll yeah. start there. I mean, there. it's the cost of producing a new vehicle and the carbon cost of doing that, as yeah. opposed to continuing to drive what you've got. Yeah. Enid, it's taken me seven episodes, <laughs> and really all I've talked about is snacks. And it's taken you to come here <laughs> and, and be base a painful eco granny. <laughs> no, to be absolutely brilliant and to actually get to the kernel of the truth. I thank you, Enid. Well, happy podcasting. All right, my love. If you've got free free electric cars to give away, we'll have one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so we'll good. We'll talk to them about that. Bye, Enid. Bye. Thanks. She's blooming right, though. She's right. Enid is our philosopher. She's our local philosopher. Does she live just up the road? Yeah, she's three doors down. All right. But that's great. She and her husband are thinking about getting an electric vehicle. That's great. She's she's nearly 80. Oh, she'll love... What what would you see her in? The Audi, probably. (laughs) The 150 grand one. I can see her absolutely ruddy flooring it. Don't be taken in by the lovely purple woolly cardi. Drive mode. Look at that. Let's go. Perfect. Uh, Beaconsfield, here we come, gang. Excellent. The Beaconsfield Massive. Oh, hello, I'm going to just go ahead of the rubbish truck, because otherwise we'll get stuck behind it. Hello, sailor. Yes! It's working. It's taken us three episodes, Sam, to actually to get some music. If you want a bit of volume, I've learned that it's the plus button by your thumb. Lovely. Turn it down. Did you just? Oh, did I turn it down? I think it was the end of the track. Sorry, little speed bump there. Um, I'm going to. Sorry, I'm going to take my temp down a little bit. You're doing multitasking. I thought it was my job. I'm all. I'm all over this shizzle. You are, aren't you? Right. Come on, lads. Let's see how she handles. I've changed. Yeah. Yeah. Something happened. I know. I've gone. Who put a pound in? I've gone all Clarkson. <laughs> this is quite unnerving, dear listeners. <clears throat> Sorry. Of course, in this one we've got the sports seat. So, did you feel it held you quite nicely there, Mel? Yeah. I d- so, I didn't realise that the sports seat... So, again, a 70s reference. I'm so sorry, Sam. You must be getting absolutely so at the end of your tether with this. There used to be bicycles, different types of bicycles in the 70s. You had your classic, you know, oh, hello, thank you, sorry. I don't know what's happened, I've no, gone a bit... It's totally different. Mel just drove straight out in front of traffic. Sorry, I've gone a little bit... Beamer effect. Yeah, I love a Beamer. Do you love a Beamer? Um, no, there was, uh, yeah, sit up and beg, obviously, your classic normal bicycle. Then we had the chopper. Uh, and a boy down the road... Had, are you sniggering, Sam? He is, he is. Uh, a boy down the road, let's call him Michael, because that's what he was called, 
uh, he had a chopper and the seat of the chopper was something a little bit akin to what we're sitting in in this Beamer in the sense that it didn't it sort of tapers doesn't it but you straddle it you straddle it I'm not straddling this Mel yeah but there's something about the back it's not a big sort of oh, rounded yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 it's a sort of gothic arch rather than a Romanesque arch god I'm pretentious let's just close this whole thing down right now I can't believe I've said that but do you know what I mean it's more yeah. of a sort of pointy yeah there was a back to it um, oh yeah the chopper had a back proper yeah, seat yeah but actually that's something to think about for BMW would they like to give an optional chopper seat with, that you straddle <laughs> it's been a long time since I've straddled a chopper <laughs> but listen don't write me off just yet Gone into sport yeah, team. See the screen's gone red. Yes, what? Listen, last episode um, we were driving a Genesis. Yes. And exactly the same thing. Oh, hello. Did you hear a little yeah, bit yeah, of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of a wormer? And it sort of feels slightly smooth out of the chocks, doesn't it? Yes. Feels kind of yeah, feels more powerful. Is it only us who can hear that, or could they hear that on the outside no, as well? Exactly, it's internal only, um, but it's for driver enjoyment. Listen to that. Ruddy Hazer. That's complex, man. That's a whole symphony of sounds. Tell us about this car, Sam. Why is it amazeballs? So, this is the i4 M50. So, BMW have, have a number of different vehicles, but the i4, the M50 version is their fastest one. Right. So, this one, uh, 0-60 in under four seconds. Oh, that's Looking faster in. than the Genesis. It is faster than Genesis, but not as quick as the Audi you drove now in the first episode. Okie dokes. Um, Top speed of 140, but it'll get there pretty quickly. You'll be looking at the starting price of 69,000. Oh, a little um, bit more pricey than the Gen. Yes, of course, but it's uh, kind of I say it's a more it's going to be a it's a more it's a sports car. It's it's kind of near the top end of the of the, of the market of anything you can buy really. Um, obviously, depending which add-ons you choose, that price can increase. But yeah, cheapest of 69,000. She's a pricey little badger. I want to go back to Enid because she is. She's our touchstone. She is absolutely our philosophical and moral touchstone of this episode. She made a very good point. She said, love the idea of an eco car. Can I recycle the battery? So Enid, I agree, made a, a very, very important point, which a lot of people kind of miss. Yes, um, I missed it. And she, she's completely right. So yeah. manufacturers are looking at sort of reconditioning batteries uh, and putting them back into other cars in time. Right. But of course, at the moment, the, the electric car market is still, I suppose, compared to other cars, still quite an, an early, uh, early adapt, early, uh, early in the process. Yeah. So at the moment, there's probably not too much um, history and uh, experience of doing that. But yeah. they are looking to recondition batteries so that there's not waste and obviously toxins in that way as well. Um, and very much the other point Enid made, which I recall, is about the production process of batteries and the mining process. Uh, yes, tell me about that, Sam. I know she, nothing about that. <laughs> uh, again, it's a very valid point. Of course, there are certainly concerns, and if, if you look into it deeply with the, with the production of lithium, uh, cadmium, everything like that, so it goes into the production process. Um, but of course, the batteries have got to be produced somehow, um, and at the moment, that is how it, that is how it is. I know there's there's investigation into how it can be made greener and better in the future, um, but it's a very valid point Enid made, I have to say. Is there quite a lot of greenwashing going on, would you say? G-Dubs, what's your thoughts on that? 
there is, I'd say there's more accusations of greenwashing than greenwashing. And that's because there is a very high carbon footprint for all mining. You can't, you can't mine yet with electric diggers, right? You've got these massive fossil fuel driven machines that do most of the mining. Yeah. So there's a, a footprint there. The uh, amount of mining has to pick up massively in lithium, copper, nickel and cobalt. Um, and there's a, a carbon footprint to manufacturing the cars as there is to any car, getting the, um, producing the metal, bringing it all into one place, building the assembly plants. So there is a carbon footprint. I, in defence of EVs and against the greenwashing argument, I would just say that unlike the petrol or diesel that you put in a petrol or diesel car, um, the lithium and cobalt and copper and nickel in your EV doesn't stop being any of those things when you use it. You can use it for a million years and it'll still be those metals and you can recycle them. The recycling itself has a carbon footprint as well and that all has to be factored in. But I think the big uh, point that Enid's making, we should acknowledge, is that even before EVs came along, there was an overwhelming need for us to drive less in fewer cars and make them, I mean, if I'm being uh, boring here, slower and lighter, because it is never going to be environmentally sound to carry humans around in two-ton cars. I've been in the fast lane all you have been all drive. a totally different person. This is weird. Yeah. I'm normally hovering between lanes one and two. What am I doing? Yeah. I think Just I feel, I don't know, I feel, I do love a Beamer, guys. My first ever car that I bought when I learned to drive at the age of 31, yes, 31, was a 1974 Beamer called Ronson, after Mick Ronson, the legendary guitarist that used to play with David Bowie. Do you, remember the, do, you remember the, do you remember the model? Uh, 1602. Beautiful, powder blue. I literally bought it for the colour and the look. I'm sorry. It was so hard to drive. And as a first car, it was a bold choice. But I ruddy loved that car. Did it have a sunroof? No. Did it have an ashtray? Several. Were they full? They were permanently full because I was well cool. I suppose people don't smoke in cars now, do they? Is it illegal to smoke in a car? No, it's up to you if you own it. My it... first car was a Toyota Celica 1979. Wow. Two-door, $400. Wow. From a student at UCLA, and it came with a full uh, ashtray. With a full ashtray? Yeah. <laughs> if we're in drive, can we press... Oh, there's the P. Oh, oh, my God. Hang on. Hang on. Now, that's weird. So, the P... It's just on the back there. I don't oh, know what you were pressing, I, I was pressing another P. There are too many P's. Did you mean to pull away then? No. Or did it do it? I just took my foot off the brake. Oh, Hang sorry. on, I want to get into reverse now. What's the P? I don't know what that was. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, gang. It was all going really well on the A40. I was feeling a bit smug, actually. And now I, I, I'm all fingers and thumbs. There we go. Now, the, the sort of social dynamics of charge chat today are going to be a little mm. different I, I sense because everyone's just in their cars in their or not in their cars. cars they've gone into the 
because it's a bit of a gloomy day. I know, the, 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 the rain's come down today, which we haven't had so far on the podcast. No. It's, in, it's interesting, isn't it? People, they are different in a rainy car, aren't they? We've got a couple of people in an old-looking... Volvo? No. VW. Oh, VW. The oh, Volvo's yeah. empty, the Mercedes is empty, and there's a chap with his Tesla. Swanky lady, this, she looks fun. She looks one. fun. I like the look of Swanky oh. Lady. She's in a Beamer. We're in a Beamer. I'll give her the thumbs up. There was, you see, that, so we did thumbs up to each other. There was an acknowledgement that we're both in the Beamers. She's a better Parker than I am. I really like her. I want to be her friend. Should we go and talk to her? Yeah, let's do it. We've already, yeah, <laughs> great. We've already, we've done thumbs up. It's an everyday thing, this. <laughs> Wow, you look so comfortable with this, with your with your Beamer. How long have you been driving these? Um, I've been working for BMW for five years. So you work for BMW? So, yeah, um, we are the um, BMW experience team. Right. So we deliver to customers, VIPs, any... Um, Celebrity? No. We do do celebrities, but um, anything that's like company cars. Okay. Um, if they want to test drive the cars, then... Yeah. We just drop them off and pick them up after they're finished. Yeah. So they generally happen for a couple of days. Yeah. Is this one going to a VIP, this one? Um, this one is going to... Um, Kanye West. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Peter Purvis. Um, Come on. This one's actually going to GridServe. Is GridServe a rapper? Gr no. Um, GridServe is actually the charging stations that are over there. So, okay. Yes, it's uh, just another charging company. Oh, I see. <laughs> GridServe would be a great yes. rapper's name. So, these are actually pretty slow at the minute. These are doing 62 kilowatts. Right. Um, this car can only charge at 135 kilowatts anyway, but these charging capacity is 350 kilowatts. Okay. So it all depends on sort of temperature, weather conditions, uh, okay. condition of the batteries, right. that sort of thing. So there's so many factors that can change how it charges the cars. So it's the fact that it's raining a slowing um, things down. The temperature mainly. Yeah. Um, like a couple of days ago, um, it was I was going up Scotland and it was freezing. It was probably two degrees. Okay. And I put one of the i7s on charge, and it's meant to be a 350 charger. It was one of the Ionities, um, but because of temperature and the car temperature was just the batteries weren't getting up to temperature as quick, and I was only getting about 45 kilowatts. Whereas the i7s can charge up to 200 kilowatts. So weather conditions are a massive thing. So how long do you think you're going to be here um, to charge up your BMW? It all depends on what charge you've got in it, really. If you're sort of under 20% or you're over 80%, the range that goes in really goes down. And it can drop down to, could even be sort of 10, 15 kilowatts. And then as soon as you're between the 20 and 80% barriers, it will go up to a better, like, it's gone down a little bit now because we're getting close to the 80%, so it's at 53 now. Um, but it's gone from 70 to 76 yeah. just while we've been talking. Yeah. So they are pretty quick on these. Even even though that is quite low, it is still going up. Thanks for chatting. Oh, it's lovely right. to meet you. Brilliant. Thank you so much. 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, I'm Giles Wittell, Tortoise's deputy editor. On the News Meeting podcast, we try to make sense of what should be leading the news with three guests who each pitched the story they think matters most. And once a month, we record a live episode in our newsroom. The next one is on the 27th of March, and I'm going to be joined by the brilliant author and podcaster Elizabeth Day. To come to the event and tell us what you think should lead the news, go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash book. That is tortoisemedia.com forward slash book. Okay, most important part of the episode, cupboard snacks. A half-eaten packet of... <gasps> I love tuck biscuits. Oh, my God, they melt on the mouth. They, they melt in the mouth. Shall we pass so... them around? Okay. Oh, my God. Right, I'm going to limit myself to three. I'll, I'll put them here just so we get some crumbs in the car. Here we go. Hang on. So what have we got? Oh my god, Swiss dark chocolate, 70% cocoa. But not that much left of it. Look at that though. That lovely flat Swiss dark chocs. Now, Mel. Oh dear. I just want to say, mm-hmm. hang on. I'm going to see if I can select sport mode myself. Oh, it's, it's really easy. You just do that. Press that button. So everything's gone red. Here we go. You love a bit of sport. Listen to the soundtrack. Oh it's kind of... I've got stiff steering. It knows there's a very, very serious driver at the wheel. What it, are you saying? I wasn't serious? It knows my own personal drive is a Fit 500. Oh, oh, oh! I wanted to get into the... I know. You wanted to beat that then. bloke. Well, he's beat you and he's in a petrol V-dub. Sorry. Oh, damn. You didn't, you didn't get in there quick enough. Cramping oh, my style. Oh, Giles, I know what you're doing. You're hanging back because you're going to go really fast. <laughs> you're, you're sheer Paul Hollywood, mate. I'm telling you, that's what he does. You're just trying to make me not do it. Oh. oh. It's all over. That was actually quite pleasant. First time ever, that was actually quite pleasant. I know I screamed a bit, but, you know... Pretty cool, isn't it? How did that feel for you? Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that that but felt what is it? really um, fast. It, it, it doesn't slow down at all, so I, I'm not I'm not doing one pedal driving. So you, you are. It, it will do, but it, the, the regen's far um, far less on this. Can I increase the regen no. by flipping a flapper? And there's no paddles on this one. Oh, um, no paddles. There's, there's no paddles on the. So regen, for people just joining us, is the regenerative braking. Regenerative braking, isn't it? Yeah. Just like on a Formula One car, where it uses the batteries to slow the car down rather than pressing the brake pedal. It's the same with all electric vehicles. But more particularly, the, the kinetic energy of the car in forward movement, motion, is converted into electrical energy in the battery. Exactly. That you recharge. We're all clear about that, yeah? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. 
How does this one feel, Giles, compared to the other? It's great. Class? I mean, you know, feeling nice. When in my life, with my points of comparison, yeah, all these are great. I, I ought, know, I ought I to be like more dis that. discerning, oughtn't I? It is very much a car, not a spaceship. It feels familiar, doesn't it? I like that. Yeah. I like that. You've got your central geary bit. You've got your cup holders in the central bit. It looks busy. The dashboard looks busy, which I like. It, it's a big old screen compared with the traditional dashboard. It hasn't got that kind of empty Tesla feel. I think if if you were to ask me which one I'd like to, I I would pick for a long journey, <clears throat> perhaps yeah. to France, the Audi. Scotland. The Audi. It wouldn't be the Audi. No, it would, oh. it would be this. If I was only with one person, with one other person, if two of us, we could stick our stuff in. You know our bacon roll wrappers in the back. How many points have you got on your licence, guys? Three. Three. I'm clear now. Giles? Um, I had quite a few at one point. My, <laughs> my insurance was very, very expensive, but I just got a, a letter from the insurer saying that I had nine years of no claims bonus, which I don't think can be true, but so I'm hoping that my premiums will go down but no yeah. I think I can't remember how many I had I might have had six is that a lot you have none now I, when I did the I checked your license oh really you checked oh, our yes. licenses Sam I did was to check you were you were fine now I was alright remember you were absolutely fine come on did you check my license I did it's like having the Stasi in the back it's weird isn't it by the way <laughs> yeah go on our remaining mileage has gone up what yeah, it was because of those little pesky regens you did I think it's because I've slowed down. Yes, exactly. And I'm driving less. So this car, we haven't actually said, this car has a range uh, of, I'd say, a real world of 280 miles. Okay. Um, of course, it depends on the weather. When it's been very cold recently, I've probably got around 180, 200. But in the summer, you could also get over 300, definitely. It very so, much depends on the factors. What we've learned today, speaking to Claire as well, weather plays a massive role in these EVs, doesn't it? Definitely. Now, are you a fan of the heated seat as a rule, Giles? Yeah, sometimes, depending on circumstances. It's not too hot today, so not softly to try. Me. The heated seat in this car is very powerful. Go on then, where, how do I get press there? Both, you press both uh, press low, press the plus, above low. Yeah, that one, yeah. Now, so you've got it on medium coming through now. Um, he's also got high if you want to. No, not, I'm not feeling it. Not keen. It'll come. Not feeling it, as in you're literally not feeling it. I'm literally you're not, not feeling it. Philosophically feeling it. <laughs> I've got mine on very high. I'm not feeling it. I must have an insulated bum. All right, that's much too hot. Oh, is it? Is it kicking in? Yeah. I'm just roasting. Now, how long will it take to cool down? Some some engineer has had to spend probably years of her life trying to speed up the rate at which a heated BMW seat <laughs> cools down. Either that or I'm stuck with this. Don't, don't be speeding up in the slow lane. Okay. God. I'm just trying to keep pace with the traffic around me. It's situational awareness. Remember your chevrons. Okay. Do you think it's electric ahead of us, this old Land Rover? Oh, I love the old Landy. The Landys do um, electric versions. So Land Rover have said their first electric car won't be before 2025, I believe. The Range Rover, Land Rover. Um, so a lot of people, they, they've started doing hybrids, that's for sure. Hydro, hybrids, particularly right. the Range Rover Sports and stuff. Genesis right. on our left there. Oh, Genesis on the left? In white. 
pulling up alongside us. Oh, let's right. Let's have a little, a little drag race, Giles. Let's test the EV community spirit. Got a white. He's not Genesis. really sharing, is he? No. We've got a very very short track. He's <laughs> he's um. He's probably thinking that's what I could have had as he looks to his right. No, he hasn't looked to the right at all. Now he has. Making eye contact. Nothing. Genesis. Nothing. We are dead to them. So if I had 65 grand to spend on a sporty EV, what else would I be looking at? This one's starting price is 69,000, but something the similar price range would be the Tesla Model 3 Performance, a similar sort of shape car and speed wise. Um, that would be quite a good option, similar size as I say. Uh, alternatively, you've got the Polestar 2s, which you could spec quite highly, which would be a similar shape. Again, quite sporty, fairly quick if with a dual motor. Um, but that would come in probably nearer 60, 55, 60, uh, depending on the spec, so it's a bit cheaper. Um, I would say the majority of the cars in the EV market are SUVs probably, um, but of course within that market there's still plenty of other options in the saloon coupe type options. Um, but I would you're, say you're using SUV quite loosely, aren't you, to be anything that's not as, as sleek and low as this? Yeah, for example, the Genesis next to us there is classed as an SUV, but it right. wouldn't, it's not massive, for example. What's SUV again? Sporty? Sport utility, utility vehicle. Sport utility vehicle, a.k.a. people carrying. No. Yes, exactly. No, that's the whole point. <laughs> people carrying yes. SUVs are different. SUVs are supposed to be high off the ground, four-wheel drive, right? Yes, traditionally, yeah. But now, I suppose, there's a lot of, they call it, there's a lot of mid-size SUVs, they're calling them uh, small SUVs, but uh, Giles is right. But... Typically, something that you would you would look at and think family car. Typically, but although saying that, as I said, the um, the Hyundai or Hyundai that Giles enjoyed, the uh, Ionic Five is also classed as a small SUV. So, but typically something that's all-wheel drive and more of a family car. Right. Thank you, um, Mel. The moment has arrived. <laughs> One word review. One word review as we swing around the church. E nid. E nid. That's my one-word review. I'd like there to be actually a car called the E-NID ah. in reverence and reference to my beloved neighbour, Enid. The E-NID i4 20i-tronic isotope um, Galaxy Quest 50. Because, like Enid and her relationship with EV, this is a car that is just sort of, it's there. It's lovely, it's four wheels, it's fast, it's great. It's, it's retaining a bit of its sort of traditional carness. It's not trying to do a musk and become a space station. It's Enid. And Enid, as we know from this episode of the podcast, is super sparky, super fully kilojouled up as this car is. A lot of poke in Enid. <laughs> yeah, it's Enid. It's Enid. Amazing. What do you think, Giles? One word review. Rocket ship. Ah. Oh. Again, possibly a two-word review, but I'll I'll take it with, no, a, with a dash in the middle. In the world of American uh, car reviewing, do you see how I'm not getting? I'm not stopping. I'm just keeping driving as long as I can because yeah. I quite enjoy it. Yeah. Rocket ship is one word. Okay. I heard it used by very enthusiastic radio people. Oh! Oh! <laughs> and I think I've seen it used as one word, so I'm going to defend it as a... Um... You've got another one in. I thought we were all done with that. 
you've got another blooming launch pad control in. Well, I had to get my review out, didn't I? And you were quibbling with rocket ship. Now, don't do that on this I'm not, road. I'm not going to, not going because to. Because it's too narrow. Yeah, and I've seen people walking out. I'm just going to very, very gently, and I'm sorry about that if apologies are required. Because, I mean, you, you described this as sort of uh, Enid because it got from A to B, it's got four wheels, there's no, but there's nothing... There's but, nothing there's, but there's secret poke. There's I did a say, lot yeah, of secret poke. There's spark and there's secret poke, and that's, that's what I like about it, okay. actually. You get in and you think, I'm in, I'm in, you know, a possibly quite traditional-looking car with its butterscotch interior. But then it takes you to all sorts. Gang, it's been absolutely delightful. Um, stop. No, I'm not saying stop, I'm just I'm pressing the stop button. You're talking to the car? Yeah. Goodbye, it says. Oh. I feel it's moulded around me. <laughs> Till next time, my friends. Thank you for joining me on my electric adventure. New episodes are released every Thursday throughout the series. If you join Tortoise as a member or subscribe to Tortoise Plus on Apple Podcasts, you get them a day early and can listen without the adverts. Thanks to Octopus Electric Vehicles for providing the cars, the expertise and the boffin in the back. Mel's Electric Adventure is a Tortoise production and the producer is Lewis Vickers. Hello, I'm Giles Wittell, Tortoise's deputy editor. On the News Meeting podcast, we try to make sense of what should be leading the news with three guests who each pitched the story they think matters most. And once a month, we record a live episode in our newsroom. The next one is on the 27th of March, and I'm going to be joined by the brilliant author and podcaster Elizabeth Day. To come to the event and tell us what you think should lead the news, go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash book. That is tortoisemedia.com forward slash book.